I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head, a safe place to hide a hurting heart, a gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. Uh, distractions, distractions, distractions. They're all over the place. I was sitting here in my big, manly, comfortable papa chair trying to get started on a new podcast yesterday when this four-engine, six-ton wasp hit the glass door here in my living room. I mean, he hit it. Whack. I thought I was going to break the glass. He didn't break the glass, but but the uh, whack must have made him kind of dizzy because he fell down and he glared up at me and buzzed. I could hear him through the double glass door buzzing there. You know, there are lots of wasps in our yard this time of year, and some of them don't understand glass, so they whack into the glass door while they're just flying around. Generally, they just get up and fly away. This guy didn't. I swear he was standing there at the bottom of the door, glaring up at me. Now, I'm not an expert at wasp anatomy, but it looked to me like he was standing on his back legs and he raised one of his front legs and pointed it at me. You know what? I think he was giving me a waspy center finger. So I forgot about the podcast because I'm a man and I wasn't going to let this challenge to my masculinity pass. I keep a can of wasp spray right there by the door because as I said, we, you know, we have lots of them this time of year. So I picked up the can and I very carefully opened the door, just a crack. I didn't want him getting into the house because if my lady wonder wench saw him, she would become a pink streak running into the bedroom where she would lock the door and drag her dresser in front of it and vow never to come out until I whacked that wasp. And she would insist that I slide his scalp under the door to prove it before she would come out again. So I pulled in my gut and I carefully slipped out through that just-a-crack opening that I just made. And I know he saw me, but he didn't fly away. He just stood there glaring at me and giving me a, a kind of a waspy center finger. So I took careful aim with the wasp spray, and I pushed the button, and I missed. I guess he didn't like that because he took off, and he flew up right at my face. Now, I have enough problems with my face. I don't need a sting from a four-engine, six-ton wasp to make things worse. So I did the, the duck and dodge, you know, and I got my hand up pretty fast, and I took a swat at him, and I got him. I didn't squash him, I, I just hit him away with the palm of my hand, but he still didn't fly off. He, he hovered like a chopper, just out of reach. I'm sure it was just my imagination, but I thought I heard a tiny voice kind of laughing and he still didn't fly off. He just sort of slowly backed away, kind of daring me to follow him back to his nest, I guess. And then I realized that must have been the wasp nest that I, I found in my mailbox. I found it there the day before yesterday, and I just reached in for the bills and the catalog, you know, that are usually there, and I wasn't looking. But the nest was all the way in the back of the mailbox. Now, he wasn't home at the time, but when I noticed the nest... I reached in carefully and I squashed it with the electric bill. Maybe he figured out that it was me who did it and he decided to get even. I don't know. 
I think these wasps are a lot smarter than we know. I think he was hanging out, just lurking. Love that word, lurking. And that's what he was doing. He was he was lurking on the bush just outside my glass door, waiting to pounce when I sat in my manly, comfortable papa chair, getting ready to put together a podcast. He'll be back, I bet. So many distractions while I'm trying to prepare a podcast. Dick's Details, a bunch of totally unimportant stuff for you to stuff in one ear so you can squeeze the important stuff that's stinging your life out the other ear and you can grab a grin and win. Tiger Woods Caddy made a million dollars a year. Guess they could easily afford a caddy. <laughs> and that makes kind of an interesting mental picture, doesn't it? A caddy riding around in a caddy. All right. If the answer is an aerobics class, what is the question? If the answer is an aerobics class, what is the question? You don't know, do you? Of course not. I haven't told you yet. I'll tell you in a minute. If the answer is an aerobics class, what is the question? All right. Says here that a humpback whale can eat 5,000 fish in a single sitting. I didn't know a humpback whale could sit. It also says here, and I quote, No matter how hard they try, scientists cannot teach a housefly to do tricks. You know what? I think that basically proves that some scientists have way too much time on their hands. And there has to be a very interesting backstory to this supposedly true item. When King Harald of Norway, that's H-A-R-A-L-D if you're going to look it up, King Harald of Norway proposed marriage to Queen Sigrid of Denmark in 996, she had him executed. Wow, talk about PMS. That is just not a good way to start a relationship. All right, if the answer is an aerobics class... The question is, what has a hundred legs and lives on yogurt? An aerobics class. (laughs) My buddy Al just joined an aerobics class. He he realized that he needed to lose a little weight when he noticed that his belly was wiggling every time he brushed his teeth. (laughs) Dicks the tails. They take your mind off your mind. little housekeeping here. If you like these podcasts or my spoken word CDs at DickSummer.com or my book, Staying Happy, Healthy, and Hot at Amazon.com, would you please tell a couple of friends because they might like them too and you would be doing me a favor. Thank you very much. Nothing but distractions while I'm trying to prepare a podcast. It's a beautiful day, and I'm looking out at the Bull Durham Swing that I just put out in the front yard. I call it a a Bull Durham Swing because it's the kind of swing that Kevin Costner and Susan Sarandon were sitting on at the end of the movie Bull Durham, which is one of my favorite baseball movies. It's a beautiful day today, and that swing is just sitting there. And I'm in here, in the house, where I've been all winter. I'm recording this in May, and as I said, it's a beautiful. Did I say it's a beautiful day? I think I did. And I just put the swing up after a long winter of storage in the shed. That, that's a job that gets your attention when there's only one person doing it too. 
The frame is kind of heavy, and the only way to carry it by myself is, is by holding the top of the frame up over my head as high as I can and walking it all the way over to the front of the house. Now, once the frame is set up, it's time to put the swing in there. And the swing itself isn't very heavy, but it's about six feet long, which is too long and it's too floppy for one guy to carry both ends. As I said, the shed is all the way over on the other side of the property. My lady wonder wench stuck her head out the door and she volunteered to help. But I said, no, stand back, woman. I can handle this. I don't know why guys are the way we are, but I think I'm getting too old to fight it. <laughs> anyway, it was kind of an epic putting it back together, and it's just sitting over there now. And it was a long winter, and this is a beautiful day, and it's saying, come on over and enjoy me, big guy. But no, I've got to steal myself. I gotta prepare a podcast. Hey, if I really could steal myself, maybe my, maybe myself could raise a little ransom. What do you think, huh? <laughs> now that that's a little bit like when the credit card machine says swipe card, and I keep thinking I don't have to swipe a card. I already have one. <laughs> but I digress. So many distractions. There is a skylight over my big, manly, comfortable black leather papa chair. And I really love looking up at the trees and the moon and stars at night, but but right now there's a layer of sclunge stuck to it, so I'm going to have to climb up on the roof and clean it off. And I'm scheduled to run the generator, which I do every month to see to it that it's ready for a power-out emergency. And I've got to pressure wash the siding on the house, and i got to clear the gunk out of the driveway, and i got to prepare a podcast. Distractions. Distractions everywhere. And as Big Louie, the head guy of the Louie Louie generation, says in my book, Staying Happy, Healthy, and Hot, which is available at Amazon.com, shameless plug, Big Louie always says, you got to do things one at a time because you can't deal with everything all at once. So I got to deal with each minute, one minute at a time. Got a minute? That's all I need. Minutes go blowing around in your life like dust particles from an open window in a fast car. And I need just one of yours. Got a minute? All I need is the time that you'd save if you skip putting on makeup. Long enough for a laugh and a cup of coffee. Or if I'm lucky, just long enough to watch Dawn come jumping out of the Atlantic like a giant golden fish. I'd gladly swap anybody's forever for just a minute with you. Because you can give me all of yourself for just a minute if you want to. You have a minute to spare. But spreading yourself over all of forever is spreading yourself pretty thin. You never own your forever until you've lived all of your tomorrows. Forever costs you your life. It's a monument to buried dreams. A mountain of guilt and sin. Forever is instant never. As in forever and ever. Amen. I don't need a mountain. Just a 
small little part of you. I'd be happy to watch you lick an ice cream cone slowly and tell me that you're thinking of me. Let me pass the proper eyes and the jokes, past the jangling bracelets and clicking rings, and past manners and modesty, all the way inside you. Give me just a minute to light the small hot candles at your nerve tips, and another to warm in the light spreading on your face. A minute is time enough to strip truths. And nerves naked, with breath and fingers. Inhale the body sounds and I love yous that we make, as they make your head spin. Let me into the pictures that swim unfocused in your eyes. Fill your skin with your smiling flesh, splitting slow slide around me. Forget forever. Just give me this minute. And we'll have hours to care and to share, while my love dissolves inside you. Forget forever. It's the most famous of the famous last words, the most bitter one that I've ever had to eat. Mothers and songs teach that without forever you're just being used, but there's something much worse. It's much worse to find. Something important that goes to waste because you're not being used at all. If you hold your breath until you're near fancy French perfume or roses, you'll miss the scent of pizza and fish, and the dark, furry musk of making love. So breathe deep the quick, passing scents of our lives. Our whole life makes them. The sun and the rain and hot macadam and cool dawn grass and stew and sweat and wine and candle wax and vanilla and whipped egg white, baking bread, fresh brewed coffee. Come with me, though I only have a minute and a story or two. Come with me, though I have. Only a terrible wanting for you. I can't give you forever, but if you'll take what I have, I have little enough that I really can give you all that I am. Even if you've only got a minute. Was a story, and she knew it, my lady Wonderwitch. But she came with me anyway. She walked into my life like a queen walking into her castle after a long journey through a dangerous land. And I'm glad to tell you 
as we're coming into the final chapters of our story. It's, it's looking like a story that has a very happy ending. The story is called Got a Minute. It's from my bedtime story spoken word CD. If you like it, you can just keep this podcast. Or if you want a fresh copy, you just go back to DickSummer.com. Check out the Bedtime Stories icon on the homepage. I just remembered, it was about this time last year, that I climbed up on the roof and whacked a wasp nest off the chimney. I think I did a podcast about that. And I wonder if that four-engine, six-ton wasp that was giving me a waspy center finger lost his house that day. And he became some kind of waspy Tony Soprano who decided to straighten things out with me. Guess I'll never know for sure, just like I may never get the next podcast prepared. So many distractions. And whoops, there's my lady wonder wench, wearing just her two-piece or her bedroom slippers. Boy, talk about distractions. Time to tuck you in now. I'm Dick Summer, and I hope you'll come back soon for a gentle place to fall. Quiet place to rest your head. Safe place to hide a hurting heart. Nice and easy now. Couple of deep breaths, come on. There you go. Just one more. That's better. All the way to sleep. All the way to sleep. Good night.